0: Hey everybody, it's Pastor Dominic from Gold Street Garden Church. We just wanna welcome you into another podcast episode. You are in for such a treat. This past week we had special guest Brian Garen with us who came to deliver such a dynamite on time word on purity and intimacy with the Lord. If you want more information on his ministry, go to BridalGlory.com to stay up to date with all of his latest content. We were impacted so deeply by this word and we just pray that the richness of this word would just mature you in your intimacy and knowing of the Lord Jesus. Be blessed by this today. You know, you can't tell who talks to God, but you can sure tell who listens. When I think of Minister Brian, I, when I got introduced to his ministry a few years back, there was just something, every time I watched a sermon, um, it didn't matter if he, he said three words or if he said, or had a whole uh, teaching laid out, the weight in what he said was so spectacular and it, it was something that I could just tell that this man loves Jesus. There's nothing more important to me, and I know that people in this room would agree, there's nothing more important than just hearing from somebody that you can just tell that they've they've taken a few extra steps, they've taken in glory, they've gone a couple extra miles, and the consecration, the devotion that's very apparent on his life. I have a great honor tonight, and we have a great honor and privilege to just be able to partake in that. So thank you for the path that you're blazing for intimacy with the Lord and just truly focusing on Him. But at this time, could we all do a favor and honor the man of God tonight and welcome Minister Brian.
1: Awesome, praise the Lord such an honor to be with you guys tonight. The hungry ones gather. I didn't even know there's a hurricane, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so out of the loop on everything. I, uh, uh, you guys did amazing. Could we give a hand to the worship team? Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. I tell you what, I, over the years, you know, I've been at this a little bit. Um, 43 now I got born again at the age of 20, kind of been traveling, ministry, whatever, but uh, I tell you, anymore now, um, I start to gauge houses. Not that you, you love people, but I start to gauge people by the the quality of his presence, not what they know, not the lights, the ex. I love excellence. I love all that, but how real is he there? And he's here, man. I'm telling you, I, tra- I travel. You know, um, I was down there weeping like a baby, just i tried to go to the restroom quick get a quick break i came in here it was just swirls man and uh i just really appreciate that and just want to honor pastor dominic the house you know if we give it up for them and everybody yeah it's just rich when when the lord's there i learned it years ago i was in columbia and um a bit green but we were preaching and and uh We'll just kind of hop in, see where we go. But I, I learned it early on. It was, uh, I think, Bogota or, or a different city, uh, Colombia. And we, I can walk around or whatever. Oh, I don't want to mess up speakers. Or am I going to mess up the camera stuff? OK. Um, but anyway, uh, I many of you know the angelic realm is very real. It's super biblical, mentioned over 273 times in scripture. No way, D. Get off here. I didn't know you were out there sorry can I yeah, love her are you far from here okay say
0: hey. hi everybody god bless you guys
1: hey we may have to get a mic in our hand later we get into some rivers anyway love you good to see you. I don't know if she was here dear friend Demetria um, you weren't on that trip she's been with us all kind of nations and worked under Pat Robertson for years you know the legend up in Virginia she's now in Orlando but um, Anyway, so I was in Columbia and I was trying to take a power nap before I'm going to preach that night. We we're preaching all week long, two and three times a day. It was just rigorous schedule. I'm kind of like laid out halfway about to drool. Do any of you drool when you're about to, when you sleep? I do. And it's lovely. That's when, you know, you really hit a good, good, sweet pocket of sleep. But, so, you know, I'm not being spiritual at all. And I kid you not, this just happened. Some things, you know, the Bible's quite unique at times and, Supernatural things happen, but I my spiritual eyes were opened and an angel walked in the room from behind me over here And I'm laying this way, but when your spiritual eyes are open, you can see 360 Your natural eyeballs like are in sockets in your head and they can only stop at peripheral vision But when you see in the spirit, it's just a different realm So see this angel walk behind me starts telling me of a, a earthquake coming due to national judgment because of sin I know this is a touchy subject. I'm just saying, and uh, I had to share on this that night. And I'm like, "Thank God!" You know, what I'm saying that's gonna be a real hooray message. You know, <laughs> here comes the gringo down in Colombia. You know, talking about repent. You know, earthquakes coming. So I'm like, "Jesus," we're like second day in the trip. And uh, so anyway, and I, I know I'm not trying to st- touch on uh, step on anybody's theological toes, but sometimes. The wages of sin is death, and I believe, you know, you can look at it from different lenses, but there's a real biblical precedent for some of the stuff. So anyway, I'm thinking Jesus is brilliant. He's taken us to the biggest church tonight to gather intercessors to push back this earthquake coming to the nation of Columbia, you know, I'm like, for sure, I just know, I mean, God's, of course, we're going a thousand plus, you know, and cause we're there all week and I, and I knew how he works. It was, I had to release it that night, that night at that uh, meeting. So we step in, and I'm like, it's a little church, you know. Learned the biggest lesson, one of the biggest ones I ever took, and I carry it with me all these days. I step in there. It was a little church, and I was like, it was kind of empty at first. And then we enter worship, and the pastor's super humble, walked in such humility. Keyboardist, the worship leader's facing backwards. He's facing this way. I was like, they don't even know how to work. I mean, man, <laughs> their worship team's not even looking at the, and uh, he's just, just going for it. And then I see the pastor over here, he's halfway over here just going for, and they don't care who's there. They don't care who shows up. And with a, within a split second the glory came in the house so thick you could cut it with a knife. I said, "What have we got into here?" Sure enough, house packs out. It was just that, you know, that South American culture, you know, the siestas and they just came in a little late, but they were hungry. <laughs> you know how you do? Do we have any out here? Yeah and uh i kid you not let me uh i'll side trail on one i'm all over the place don't don't try to take notes or anything and uh man another one i'll get back to this one another one i'm I'm with eric gilmore dearest friend one of my dearest friends in all the world we're down in uh one of those countries down there south america we're praying before the meeting where to go with it and and i go into a, a vision i saw him preaching and i saw a lot of body bags at the altar so I knew in the prophetic, you, you learn quickly. You're not like, it's going to be a massacre. You know, it's like, I knew there was many people that needed to get born again. That, that'd be, you know, they were spiritually dead. I was like, brother, the altar was packed. You got to preach the gospel. And um, so we get in there and the place is empty. Eric's like, yeah, great vision <laughs> Where are all these dead bodies. Ain't nobody in here, you know? And uh, I'm like, Lord, I know what I saw, but okay, sure enough that culture we start worshiping the house packs out i'm like eric they're in here bro i'm telling you sure enough he preached the gospel altars packed many people got born again it was awesome so but we continue in that meeting and the glory of god was so rich man um you could cut it with the night bodies were just it was just like electric man just bombs were going off and um It was so powerful, but I shared it in the love of God. And I released many others I had foreseen for our nation before anyway. And just, it's God's goodness, really. So we interceded as the church. And uh I found out later the pastor had raised the dead. He was just a gunner, deep glory. We were just in the back. I couldn't find my way back there to save my soul. We were just out in the middle of nowhere, up in a poverty area. And uh so we prayed the earthquake still happened with it we got out in time it was the biggest earthquake in over eight years um but no, not one death not one casualty and i believe that shifted you know um a big thing but all that being said I learned a big lesson it's not about the quantity of people although that's awesome and dominique's going there man i saw a couple of things in worship uh, it's about the quality of his presence telling you that's what you go for Jesus would often he'd see the crowds get big because the miracles he said "No, nah, we've got to sift them they're, they're not legit and real. They're not about this thing. Let me let me preach a hard message and cut them down So those that follow are real and true he, He's about quality and it's here. I can sense it man. Really. I was like, oh another one of these, you know Because I just met pastor Dominic. I've heard of great things about you guys and such an honor to meet you But I can I can feel it man. It's here and um, it's just incredible to watch people that steward him well and i'm just an honor to be here but um before i forget uh i saw you were over here in worship uh you know uh, kind of bent over in prayer just just loving the lord and i saw what i had the impression like this thumbprint of the lord come back and um mark you on your back really large like a, a almost like a blood covenant type thumbprint and uh I don't know if I've seen that quite yet before. I'll let you guys into a little secret. I normally share this part of the story, but I've never shared this publicly. But basically, I believe it's the apostolic typically with me when I'll see that stuff connected with the thumb. In the fivefold ministry prophetically, you have the uh, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. And I believe not that you have to start saying I'm apostle Dominic. I know you're not that way. But and although it's awesome if people do. Sorry if you're in here. <laughs> we we love it all. Uh but marked in a a real covenant from the Lord in that way. And I think you're gonna find that there's such a fullness on you. You probably already know this, but you'll see it where it's like people can't even figure you out. Like you just want the fullness of God, man, the pastoral, but no, we've got to have the prophetic, but this building, but no teaching you know, and just the fullness of the five Hold, I think you're gonna watch and just, you're gonna naturally build. You can't shut that switch off. Um, I don't forget when I first met Michael Kuleanos, dear friend, I was in Chicago, <clears throat> and uh, Eric actually found out we were all there at the same time, and made, he connected the dots we had not yet met yet. I was up there with a different David Papavisi, And uh, actually, what it was, I went into a vision. I saw the dates I was supposed to go to Chicago, and, so, and it just so happened, um, Jesus Culture was having a major event up there, Ryan Hart, all these gunners. So I'm like, oh, there's an impartation. Here comes a mantle. You know, I, just, I saw the dates. So I was supposed to be up there. I was like, this is going to be crazy. Oh, this is my whole world, you know. And uh, get up there, nothing worked out with the Jesus culture at all. All the worst, my, my not favorite speakers, I couldn't get in. It was just nothing was happening. I was like, why am I up here, Lord? And then Eric makes a connection, and we go to meet Michael. I didn't know. The Lord tricked me. I didn't know Michael yet. We, it was 2011 and we go to the hotel we're having breakfast together and uh we eat or whatever and he says you want to go back to the hotel room wait upon the lord we're like man this is our language when you find people that want the presence more than anything listen hang on to them for the rest of your life and uh so we're like sweet so we go back and we're waiting on the lord and michael's listen he he's sneaky he's super prophetic um but we're all waiting i don't know him yet we're all just waiting in in the hotel room and i see that's what i'm saying i don't know if i've seen this since then or or really to any recollection that i I recall but i see a thumbprint of blood out of nowhere this picture's and right then michael goes brian did you just see something i was like he's reading my thoughts (laughs) who is this guy so uh, i said yeah and i knew from that day forward there'd be a covenant of sorts and there has he's one of the best Best friends in all, all the world, but in the apostolic and things that are happening. But that, and then uh, I had the impression quickly where I was, it would look like a um, a wishbone, you know, like you would see from a turkey or uh, Thanksgiving. I've seen this before. That I knew was a fork in the road, and that would break off the bigger hand for you. And I'm I'm guessing because uh, I heard you announce the building. Pray about that, man. I don't know if just watch around Thanksgiving and if there's a fork in the road it's almost like a wishbone two is two and one that you're doing here now but are breaking off with the bigger portion and i'm even believing for somebody maybe even somebody to get this word a great donor a financial something and uh and really so into this thing i would love to as well but watch i don't know if you guys do you have a building yet you're looking at or do you know of a location Yeah. 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 Okay. So maybe just pray about that and see, cause that would be amazing. Um, although this place is incredible. I say keep, keep riding this way. This is glorious, <laughs> but I hope the glory goes with you to the new building. I'm teasing. No, but yeah, maybe pray about that. The, uh, the fork in the road and a, a wishbone around, around Thanksgiving. So, okay. So we just, we're good on time. We'll go for it. Awesome. So I'll just talk to you from the heart a little bit and, um, like I was saying, I know the hungry ones are here, or you just don't care about hurricanes because you're in Florida. <laughs> that's what it is, it's a little bit of both. I'm from uh, Louisiana in d- deep south, I mean right by the Gulf, a little bit up from New Orleans, and uh, it's gotta get to like category four for us to even care, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's how it is. Category three is a good conversation. Anything below that is like, you know, we're not even going to get more water or nothing like that. And so I feel like you guys are the same. Um, I'll never forget Um, Katrina, listen, down in New Orleans. New Orleans is like a bowl, you know, it's below uh, sea level and they had, it was wild. That was like an end time movie. Katrina swept through, people went off later and there was like a horse stuck in a tree, crazy stuff. Yeah, it was talk about, we had uh, people riding boats to our high schools, you know, so we're used to hurricanes but the hungry ones shall be fed. And um, uh, here in a little bit, if it's okay, I'd love to pray with you guys if that's okay. Yeah, the, the laying on, of, how many of you know the laying on of hands is super biblical and uh, you just don't want to ever come off of it, you know? We actually just had our ministry insurance try and drop us. They found out, they said, we did some research on you guys and we found out you lay hands. <laughs> and I'm like, read your Bible. <laughs> no, I'm teasing, but we'll figure out something else because you can't come off the word. Listen to me, whatever times do, whatever crunches, persecution, whatever, you do the word. I tell my own kids, to your own life. You do the word. And it, in this hour, more and more, we've got to dig our heels in deep. Um, Colossians 3.16 says, let the word of Christ, the word of God dwell in you richly. We want to devour the word of God. It was beautiful. The children quoting the word. I don't know if they're still in here, but you guys did amazing. Just crushed it. You could tell that young man, he's like, man, I guess I'll go with the... Uh, He's like, let me just, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'll just spit this one out. So raising, raising the children up on the word. So, so good. But, um, would love to pray for you guys and just let the Holy Spirit move. Any Anybody that wants prayer, we've really been seeing God move powerfully and, um, I don't know if he just amped things up honestly from last year or what it's just a potency Uh, and i think it's a mix of the hunger to be honest with you as well i was talking to pastor dominic he said the same thing they never shut down in 2020 and the glory was just rich and increasing and you can sense it here but you mix hunger and biblical order and the holy spirit and stuff gets a little dangerous so oh and i have got my son here you want to stand up wave at him judah he's uh he's 19. He's like bench pressing the house now. I need like a separate donation page to, for our grocery bill for this guy. It's killing me, man. I'm teasing, but he can throw it down. And, and uh, Chris, what's up, dude? My, my dear friend, Chris Clemens back there. Uh, he's super deep in the Lord and, and the prophetic as well. If you get anything, grab the mic or maybe run with us later, laying hands. But love to pray for you guys when there's the laying on of hands biblically real quick there's healing in bodies how many of you need healing in your body awesome we've been seeing god just blow through uh bodies in in such a miraculous way i was just in atlanta we were holding a conference and we were in one of those moments where hopefully we'll let the holy spirit move here in a little bit and it was just a good realm dimitri was there it was just really sweet and I laid hands on this pastor over here. All I knew is power hit him, and he flew. How many you know sometimes the power of God's very real and tangible? I would encourage you guys just receive. Like, why not, you know? How many of you were in the world ever, and if you don't raise your hand, you're, you are lying in the house of God? No. Well, in the world, you know, you go for You just kind of want it all. The experience is this, that, and the other. Well, in Jesus Christ, we serve a God of encounter. One of my favorites is right before Jesus goes to the cross. He um, kind of pulls a power move in my book. I love it. He, uh, they came to arrest him, and they say, where is Jesus Christ of Nazareth? And he says, I am he. Three words. Power flows. They, they all fall back. Soldiers, if you read it closely, it says they get up again. I felt like they just got brainwashed. I didn't know what happened. It's like they repeat the process. They didn't know what just happened. They go, "Uh, uh wait, I'm looking for Jesus Christ of Nazareth. They say the same thing. Jesus kind of winks at the disciples. He's like, I'll dominate these boys. <laughs> but because I'm supposed to go to the cross, I'll let them. But what? And uh, at this time he says, I am he. And you know, he dials it back and they take him. But you see this often. I don't know why the kabo the weight of glory, people melt under the power. And, and we'll have catchers. Or I know Judah can help me if you want. And Because um, we don't want the insurance. You know, coming. <laughs> sheesh. <laughs> but no, we'll keep it, keep it in order. Um, man, I love to tell I was over at, uh, David Hogan's work years ago. He's amazing, man. I've got. have you ever heard of uh, brother David Hogan? Yeah, they've seen the dead raised and really food multiplication, just everything you can think of. You know, I was in one hut where his son-in-law is really powerful and, uh, they, their floors, they're hard dirt. They let the chickens eat the grass. They don't, they don't like grass because the snakes hide in the grass. They think it's foolish. They're like, y'all like your pretty manicured yards. The snakes hide in the grass. <laughs> they think it's dumb. So that they don't have any, it's real hard dirt floors. And uh power of God flows through this hut deep south of the border. We ate something, I, I don't know what you would have called it. It was something. How many of you know you gotta eat what's set before you on the mission field? Chris, you've probably seen some unique stuff, yeah you don't want to offend the people. Um, but they had Coca-Cola classic out there. I don't know how they got it out there. No power. just, but they come around with a two liter and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but sure enough, power of God's out there too. This lady said they don't do catchers there. If it's God, it's God to them. They don't do all that. And, uh, we do, but bam, this lady falls out. You hear her skull hit the hard dirt floor. I'm like, healing, meeting. <laughs> and, uh, and, but all of a sudden she got hit with joy, supernatural joy. And uh, just laughing, hysterical, drunken, the Holy Spirit was really powerful. But uh, we'll be sure and catch you. But listen, healing, the Bible says. <laughs> <laughs> the bible says with you know even elders anoint with oil and lay hands and heal the sick so we're going to believe for healing in your bodies oh yeah the pastor he blew this way it was an i am He" moment the power of god just blew him into the chairs i don't know what happened i just knew it was really powerful well his back i didn't know i found out later his back was all messed up from a car accident he was totally healed on the spot yeah um uh hip last last couple of weeks ago but anyway just miracles you know judah's been with me all over just seeing jesus move how many of you know he's not too worried about this whole COVID thing or whatever it is at all at all um it was funny i, I was telling uh, pastor dominic when it first kicked off the lord was good because he was working on some of my edges i didn't know they were there i was i just love the word really deeply and when something crosses that i don't do well with it you know and so so one time they were, they were really clamping down on the masks, things on the plane, which if you, no, I can tell nobody who cares here though, but um, they were clamping down on them and they, uh, before you knew it, they had, I went to the restroom and they snuck up on my daughter. It was a cheap shot, man. They were trying to corner my daughter. So but we'll do well. I forgot I was in the secret place on the plane. I totally forgot it down. The lady, she jabs me hard. And, uh, I was like, no, no, you just really messed up my secret place. You know, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff you can do in life, but don't, I'm teasing. So, um, long story short, they, uh, she was a little, a little bit overly, you know, whatever. And, uh, I ran the security guard at the end. Awesome dude. But I could tell, I was like, listen, let me tell you, man, I get y'all's reality, but let me tell you my reality now. I've seen legs grow out by the power of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Deaf ears, open, you know, full out miracles, and he's sitting there going, amen. He says, (laughs) he goes, amen, (laughs) at Delta Security in Atlanta. And, uh, but I'm getting better, because you want to be in love, you know. You want to do it in love. Truth, but in love, and and that's all good. But I want to encourage you guys that God's, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, still flowing powerfully. We have the kingdom of heaven within us, We are the all source of power in the earth. You know, Um, Jesus Christ breathed on the disciples, the end of the gospel of John to receive the Holy Spirit. Anything that comes out, how many of you are born again in here? I feel like most. Yeah, you have the kingdom of heaven within you, all power. John G. Lake would mock at things like this. He walked with heaven in a deep way. He, the, the story goes one time a man came in his office. They were in Spokane, Washington, the healthiest city recorded in the U S at that time, the mayor documented this John Gillette, because of their healing rooms, just healing the sick. They, they had the healthiest city, Spokane, Washington. The story goes one time a man came into his office. He goes, I'm going to tell you, um, I don't have faith to be healed. Somebody told me to come here. I don't even, I I don't believe any of this stuff. And they said, John Gillette kicked his head back and laughed in his face. And he says i got enough faith for both of us be healed in the name of jesus guy was instantly healed yeah they yep they they had a plague when he was in south africa so a, pl- a deathly plague come through okay not like a mild flu which again that's that's fine but a deathly plague anyway you know what i'm saying Plague come through. He goes up into the quarantined area. They've got doctors there, this that and the other. He says, "Check the plague under the microscope." They checked it. It was alive. The very one taking people out, killing them. He says, "Now put it in my hand." He's alive. No, no, you know, no Germex, none of that. Bam. He says, "Check it again," and it died instantly when it touched his hand. And he quotes the whole verse that, you know, I have the power of the life of Christ in me. I forget the verse he quoted, but I'm telling you guys, we've got to get this reality of the word that Jesus Christ is within us. We are like glory kingdom bombs in the earth and we're on the offense at all times, you know? So, um, you know, it's not like fear. It really paralyzes people and cripples destiny. The enemy loves it and Jesus really despises fear. It's nowhere in the kingdom at all. Perfect love casts out all fear. You even see on the Mount of Transfiguration, Matthew 17, Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up, gazes into the face of his father, illuminates like the sun, deep intimate spot. From that, the progression goes to his clothes that begin to shine like the sun. If you do a word study on it, purity. Intimacy produces purity and sustains it. Then Moses and Elijah appear, they have a shindig. Peter's like brilliant, you know, let's make a few tents. We all know the story. And that's another instance where you see that while Peter was still speaking, God just interrupted him. Peter was always getting, God was like, okay, Peter's never going to stop. You know, you just cut him off. If you see it's Peter, it was like um, in, in the book of Acts, it says, while Peter yet spoke, the Holy Spirit just fell upon the people. It was awesome. Same thing happens there. Peter's talking and God comes in a glory cloud. This is my son. Hear him. Listen to him. And the fear of God came now with the glory I'm telling you this last hour we're gonna see a company I believe that's a beautiful last hour window a company that are so caught up in the gaze in the high places on the mountain detached from this world that's some of the stuff I want to talk to you about but detached living in the high places of intimacy untouched of the things of this world while yet impacting it that's what I love about what pastors doing and the outreach but first and foremost intimacy which is that gaze lost in him which produces and sustains purity your clothing the righteous deeds of the Saints but I'm telling you me and Chris actually we talking about this recently it's gonna bring in a wave of the fear of God listen Jesus is there illuminating can you imagine this Judah, you want to get, let's do a prop real quick. You want to stand up right here? You can see his strapping, handsome self. So this is Jesus, right? And and just like really gaze like you're, yeah. <laughs> face shining like the sun. Have you ever, at noonday, have you ever tried to look at the sun? It, you'll burn your eyes. You can't look at it for any length of time. So the face is looking like the sun. Immediately the clothes take on like the sun. If you do a word study, it's, their clothes were as the light of the sun. But you can stare at that. It's almost like light beams that come through the window. Moses and Elijah appear. You've got a crazy scenario here. Okay, they've walked with Jesus three years, but never has his light t- taken on just poof, light bulb, but like the sun, clothes shining bright. Moses and Elijah appear, and they're still in natural logic. Peter's still thinking about making tents. He's fine. <laughs> you'd think that's where you would like what is happening right here but he's still thinking naturally enough he's, he's still in logic but when that glory came that cloud it says they got enveloped do a word started on that. It. it didn't just come hover over them it it consumed them they said you can sit down great job you want to give him a hand? Uh, they said i'm just hungry for this stuff listen man the, the real authentic just jesus just the people after him you know, that are past the games, the, the, the names, the, you know, just him. They said William Seymour back in the day, Azusa Street would literally step in the house and there was a chicken coop or a box. He would get real low and put his head under the box. Like some great preaching tactics here. Literally just stay under the box until the glory came. And they said the glory would come so thick you could literally cup it in a jar you could catch like the manifest cloud would enter the room all of a sudden miracles breaking out people speaking in other languages of nations they were called to the azusa street revival so this type cloud comes it envelops them how many of you are longing for the day this is yeah man i'm telling you i think there's going to be some crazy stuff going on and we're just going to have to ride that wave i'm talking about people floating sorry they said, they, like, uh, they would call it miracles of ascension back in the day. They said one time John Zellick was preaching in such a heavy glory, there was a person on the front, fr- front row. Sorry, I'll start tripping up, especially if I get drunk. I can't. <laughs> it works up here, but it won't always. It'll flows out of the chair sitting there just in the chamber the glory got so thick the person ascends just floats up and just rests back down they said Catherine kuhlman one time lost in glory forgot where the end of the stage was and just walked off the stage turned and walked back in midair yeah and you say well i don't know keep your eyes on jesus yeah but jesus he walked on water P- peter was interested enough he says hey come on out um they defy gravity i think there's going to be people in such a realm of glory that back in the day they called them miracles of ascension There was people so lost in love with jesus you just mention his name they start to lift and i believe it was a sign of the detachment of this earth being caught up as the bride with him in the air and i'm telling you you're gonna have people start to preach and all of a sudden they just start floating people are like well, it's gonna be a sign manifest clout yeah and man w- wait for the news reporters on that one I'm telling you, it's not gonna, you know. Anyway, uh, manifest glory. Jesus loves to flow in it, but he, he won't land on a, on a tainted house. You know, that's some of the stuff I've been sensing lately. He's after a pure bride, and it will be his way and no other. We, we don't see the sight of God often, that fear of the Lord. He, he's very patient and true, but it, it, he has one standard in it only for a perfect, flawless bride. But he'll purify if we'll focus. But there's a detaching too that's beautiful. And um so anyway, that, that cloud enveloped them, and that with that cloud came the fear of the Lord. And listen, do you know what the fear of the Lord is? Proverbs says, is to hate evil. Hebrews 1 9 says that God, the, the Lord basically the Father of Jesus Christ, looked down and he says, Because Jesus Christ hated wickedness and loved righteousness because of those two recipes were in the pot right there a hating of wickedness and a loving of righteousness because of those two were in place he anointed him with the oil of joy gladness some versions say setting him up above his companions psalm 45 7 it's the same thing but there's a the fear of the lord is to hate evil so the fear of the lord comes in did it get brighter okay i was making sure it wasn't some angelic i just want to make sure <laughs> we seen some wild stuff so uh man we were preaching at our place uh i don't know a couple weeks ago and and it got we've seen some unique stuff that's all just especially when angelic come in it just gets wild so i don't remember what i was talking about you could feel a shift in the room though and our media team told us later i didn't know this but i was like man something just shifted you can see it on our youtube but right when I said that, our camera six went out in the control room, and our hand cramp camera guy in the middle of the room, his camera started, it was doing all kind of crazy stuff. And so just when glory happens and power, I don't know, I, I remember I was, um, I like it though, I don't care what the Lord wants to do. Uh, I was preaching once and uh, signing books at the end, and a, a man came up. We were, had a couple of meetings back to back and it was kind of just heavy presence and manifestation and stuff and he was real put together so I could tell I saw him and he came up at the end and uh, he didn't want his book signed businessman he was a lawyer or something like that and uh, he goes no no just hear me out that I want to tell you this I came all this way to tell you I've not seen him since he was awesome straight shooter you know those people just tell you how what they think. He goes, look, I'm going to tell you straight up. I read the one of your books. It was either God of wonders or, um, mystical Moderated mysticism or something. And I are, he said, I went to bed arguing with God saying this stuff's impossible. No way that God wouldn't do this stuff. Why? What for? But far too often, I think we, we look at the biblical time wonders and we don't realize God's still doing them the same in modern time. You know, I mean stuff's crazy. Listen, even with us Samson their parents a covenant happened with the angel He gets caught up in the flame and just whew, gets taken to heaven there's um, Anyway, just on and on there, there's wild mysterious things touch the offering with a staff and fire consume it out of the rock um, But he goes look I went to bed arguing with God on these wonders and he some of this happens with electronics. I guess it's just the power of God. We've seen it for years. I don't know why it happens. Another one, watch when the anointing gets real rich, your your watch will die. It'll fry out the battery. Uh, microphones will blow out. It's just, it's just the power of God. The the power of heaven's way more superior than our little inferior double A batteries, just so you know. Um, I don't mean to go here, is this okay. Are you all getting weirded Okay, yeah. So um listen, man, Acts nineteen eleven. The Bible says God did extraordinary miracles through the hands of Paul, even so much so that handkerchiefs that touched him would be taken and heal bodies and demons screech and fly out. Um, Smith Wigglesworth, just so much stuff's coming to me, one time stayed at a couple's uh, house. The husband was not born again. He tells her they, to honor him, they let him sleep in their bed. He wakes up the next morning, says, don't wash the sheets not that you can wash out the anointing, but there's a real tangible principle in, you know, the lady touching the, the hem of Jesus's garment, acts 19, um, handkerchiefs that touched the hands of Paul. He says, don't wash the sheets. They went to bed that night. The husband woke up in the middle of the night in the fear of the Lord, repenting, got born again. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Uh, so this, this man in the, in the book line, he goes, listen, I'm just gonna tell you it's crazy. I, I went to bed arguing with God. This stuff's not, you wouldn't even do this. What for? And sometimes it's with electronics and things that happen. And what's more important than his voice, if you can discern what he's speaking in it, why, because that's really what he's doing. But his iPad was laying on his nightstand next to him. And in the middle of the night, it turned on supernaturally. And it was Randy Clark preaching at him an exact like passage and then shut off again. And he was like, okay, sorry, God, I repent. This stuff happens, you know, so he came all the way to tell me and um, just seen some wild stuff like this. But listen, that cloud came enveloped them. Fear of the Lord hit now. Remember right before Peter's logically thinking, this is still wild, but awesome, I'll make tents. This, that and the other. But when that glory came and that fear of God came, all three of them, Peter, James, John, even John the Blood, they all hit the deck face first the Bible says read it when you have time and Jesus walks up to him and he says fear not he hates fear loves the reverential awe, but also fear he says fear not stand and when they stood all they saw was Jesus the account- encounter was over but all that being said there's a deep deep purity a- a going to the high places right now intimacy just to sum it up Matthew 17 are getting lost in in a deep intimate way with Jesus Christ so much so that his reflection is illuminating through you and, and coming in from f- out from the inside and, and vice versa and from that there's a purity that's being produced and sustained from intimacy first you guys tracking with me because then the progression is the close. and I believe from it a great move of the fear of God is gonna hit the earth again within the church because when it hits the church listen it's on it's the the reverential awe is to hate evil. It's the beginning of wisdom starts to do a study on the fear of the Lord. Uh, Chris has gone, gone, deep in it. And, um, but I believe that's coming in this hour. So anyway, I've been going a long time. sorry. So I want to talk to you real quick about that more or less in a more specific way. I'll land it and we'll make room for the Holy spirit to move, but a detaching in this hour that I've been sensing the Lord's after in a beautiful way by his grace, goodness, not legalism, but a, a higher standard, to the highway of holiness and he's just calling his bride out Ephesians 527 says he's looking for a bride without spot or wrinkle and I don't want you to mishear me because sometimes people start thinking well Jesus did it all you know and, and we're getting into works and things like this and that's not at all what I'm condoning it's that's why I hit intimacy first but there is a cooperation I could give you verse after verse after verse I won't do that tonight but um, that you see all throughout scripture of a cooperation, a relational pliability that chooses righteousness. Because Jesus Christ hated wickedness and loved righteousness, he was anointed. Paul says in 2 Timothy 2, to, he's writing to Timothy, he says, Listen, if you want to be a special utensil in this last hour, used for special purposes, all he says, one prerequisite to Timothy, he says, keep yourself pure listen to me we got some young gunners in here i can see them that are going to be used mightily these young ones studying to know the lord you can start to learn the word and the function of the spirit and get gifted even i love it daniel whoa (laughs) hopefully that's a sound guy Uh, is that you guys back there or did it just happen can y'all hear me Okay, good. Just want to make sure. I'll, um, Daniel, the other night, it was awesome. He was talking about it. And um, I often quote from Matthew seven twenty two that you'll see preachers, many come to the Lord on that day gifted. It didn't say they were attempting to prophesy. They prophesied in the name of the Lord, cast out devils, did many mighty exploits. And the Lord stepped back. He's like, I don't even know you boys. I never knew you. Listen, in that word, no, there's the same word Mary used when she said, I never knew Jesus, uh, sorry, Joseph, the father of Jesus intimately to become pregnant with Jesus. It's a very deep, intimate word. And Jesus says that never at any point did I know you like that. And these guys had the resume of like top gunners. If you checked out their websites and their Instagram stories or whatever it'd be, you'd be like, oh my gosh, these guys are getting it done. Many mighty exploits while yet we go for that you guys know what i mean paul writes to earnestly covet the gifts and we, we want the harvest and go for it but it's all got to be undergirded by deep deep intimacy and knowing him in such a pure way but also keeping yourself pure james one twenty seven says perfect religion is this minister to the widows and orphans in their distress and keep yourself unstained from the world there's a keeping of it. Well, you're getting off of Jesus. He paid it all. No, I'm not. Hebrews ten fourteen says that, that God has forever, for all of eternity, made perfect those that are being made holy. It's a very mysterious verse. I remember reading it thinking, man, this is like a typo. How are you forever perfect, but you're still being made holy? You know, in your spirit, it's a brand new creation. Marked and bathed and saturated in the blood of Jesus and is how God sees you perfect in his son But your soul the young man quoted it must be renewed not conformed to the world but renewed and Transformed and there's a being made holy that's happening. And so in this hour He's really looking for a company that would detach. I want to encourage you guys just listen get raw with it Go into your Instagram and check anything that has the appearance of evil and remove it delete it block it I'm telling you cut off everything TV cable switches. I don't care. And where well, you're getting legal brother. Well, then watch fruit in a, l- a little bit I'm not I can feel it man. I'm not trying to be whatever but trying to be loving But listen to me just start to pull weeds Simplify detach and watch the potency of the holy spirit come upon your life It's not because he loves you more. He loves you the same but the holy spirit will can only fully land upon that which he is? And he's looking for a matching bride that's pure. Listen, he'll, get, he'll take, let's say this last little area of this Fiji bottle is what's not tainted. He'll possess it gladly and stay as long as you'll let him stay. But he wants all of us, and we've got mixture. Listen, I was just in, I was just in, and um, don't think were you ever this way where you compare to others and, you, and you, you to to make yourself feel good like others with more mixture so like i'm good have you ever done that i remember i used to do that in the world it didn't work real well i, I was really out there i found out later my brother who was not even born again I, we had the same condo he was calling my parents worried about me And you know, i found out later he was like look brian's out there i would pull up from wherever i was puking out in the yard sleep wake up to the sun in the grass and I remember thinking, "Yeah, but that other guy? No, he was—he's in jail for you know." <laughs> sit there and think like I'm—you know—you do that. And Jesus is the standard, and in a beautiful way, only not to gain any gain, nothing. I just want to really walk in this earth fully for what Jesus designed me for. And there's this yielding right now. He's calling for. Um, I'm seeing it everywhere. Joshua is another one, and I'll just land it here. You see in Joshua, it's funny on the plane, Judah didn't know this, but we were both in the secret place and he slipped into what he knew to be uh, a picture of Moses. He says it was the craziest thing out of nowhere. He was just loving Jesus. He didn't know why he saw it, but with the staff, the whole scene looking out over. I said, "That's that's where he's looking out over the promised land, but he can't go in. He didn't know that in scripture, that exact part. The only time you see Moses looking out over, like in a mountainous area is the promised land. And I believe many of us listen in here or right up to, and the Lord's wanting to take us in, and not stop short, and listen how it happens. Joshua is the company, uh, and he he knows, but he didn't know to connect the to that that goes in, and listen to the thing. I believe set Joshua apart from from anybody in Scripture. He had no time for mixture. He played no games with it. None. Uh, you know. They both loved the presence, Moses and Joshua. they just sit there and just stay in the glory of the tent. But when it came to mixture, something happened when that angel of the Lord of hosts with that sword hit him. It, it deposited into his call, and he began to usurp land, but also he, he had no time for mixture. You cannot excel and progress and accelerate in the promised land with mixture, it won't happen. And, and so, right before they go in, they're still back where Moses is looking. Jesus says, Uh, I remember Chris quoted this to me the other day actually Um, I think it's Joshua 3 5 Uh, purify yourselves depending on what version you read purify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do great wonders amongst you meaning we're gonna cross into the promised land but you see I liken them to these purity checkpoints I've been preaching out of that Joshua walked in and again by the grace of God all done through Jesus you can't even Try to be with all your strength to be pure. It's not going to happen. That's why it's undergirded by intimacy, but there is a choosing once the grace is there. There's the ability But we still choose and hang on to little foxes and things like this and we've got to let them go so Purify yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do great wonders amongst you so they do Jordan splits. There's a whole nother teaching there. They cross They're in the promised land now and far too often as Christians we we Make the yielded decisions valid enough to cross in, but once we get in, we get lax. And listen, the purity checkpoints only increase once they got in. They get in, you think, oh sweet, they're in the promised land, everything's gravy now. But right out of the gate, now God says, okay, now circumcise everybody that still has baggage from the past, now that we're in here so there's another circumcision there's another purity checkpoint that god's like listen now we're not toying around with wilderness i'm not trying to purge and purify my people we're in the promised land and this calls for a different breed and so circumcise anybody that's still you can't there's certain things from the past they can't they're hemming us up from getting through into that next chapter you know and they can be small but listen the lord knows where where they'll take you later on and what it will It'll like weeds get into and produce in your children and all that he's he's caused you to raise up And listen if people think it's legal who cares. We're not trying to fit in down here. Anyway We're a peculiar people the Bible says I'm not I don't care. What's the new. I'm not trying to be relevant relevance to me is the presence and voice of God at utmost potency and Clarity and power. I want my shadow healing the sick. You know what I mean? I, I, that's what you, you want to get near people. and then be like hold on a second there's something who what there's something very different about you And you carry it by deep rich glory going deep into the secret place lost in his face Deep in the word and detached from the world the voices the noise now is not the time To have any other voices just shut them all off. That's what I say again, you know, I'm not trying to you know, you pray about it But anymore now They all sound like Charlie Brown's teacher. Anyway, just want wah, wah wah. you know I just don't don't have time for it and so that's how i didn't know there was a hurricane really but but i think it's it's awesome whatever the lord wants to do i just i don't know a lot and i don't really care to i just want to know him and, it, and listen if it's important enough for you to know god will god will make sure you know about it and uh, so circumcise yourselves you know what i mean because let's be honest there's a lot of nonsense that is gripping people and and pulling people i say delete full accounts why not and then when people are like watching you step off into where you're going, they're like, what happened to you? Like, I don't really know. I just really love Jesus. He wooed my heart in a new way. And I just, I don't know what happened. I hit this fast track and there's more potent doors started flying open. I, I don't know. I, and you guys know, honestly, you never know how it really happens. If we're honest, God just does it. You look back, you're like, Oh my gosh. And, um, but circumcise, you know, cutting off the things from the past, you think sweet now we're in we did the doorway entry point purity we got in purity but then he gets near Jericho they're just trying to take their first battle land and usurp territory in the promised land it runs into an angel but listen it says he got near Jericho the encounter happened as you sometimes we don't as a whole nother teaching you've got to step out into the things God's calling you to sometimes we want to see it happen first But he had to get near it first, and then he ran into the angel. Anyway, it's a whole other deal. But so the angel, sure enough, take your shoes off. You'd think they'd be just squeaky clean holy right now. You know what I'm saying? After purify yourselves. Another circumcision. Take your shoes off. You're on holy ground. You see these purity checkpoints, and he has this encounter, this installment. They finally take out Jericho after this one. And we all know the story. There's a man named Achan who kept some of the things meant to be devoted to God. That's it. just nothing major hit him in his tent and Joshua doesn't know about it. And so they go on to AI to take out the next city. If you think you're going to progress and excel and keep gaining ground on the promised land while there's still mixture, it will not happen. I've seen it. Listen, I've seen it. People with just weighty calls and authority by heaven. The Lord spoke his promise is still there, but it will be hit on pause as soon as you allow mixture in the camp. So they can hide some things and they go to AI and get defeated. Joshua is like, Lord, what happened? Like I thought everywhere the sole of my foot treads, you know, I'm good. We get taken out. What in the world? We should have stayed in the wilderness. And the Lord's like, quit crying. Get up. AI's got sin in the camp. There's mixture in the camp. And Josh, listen. When Joshua finds out, this is the attitude we've got to have. Listen, I want to encourage you with your kids. Have the hard talks. It's, I'm telling you, it, it's going to be worth it. They may not like it now. Uh, anyway, I know this is a touchy subject, but whatever it is in, in your sphere, you want it pure and clean. Pull the weeds out, and watch things progress. So he has the hard talk with Achan, and he burns it all to the ground. Joshua's like, "You got to be kidding me. There's mixture in the camp. We went all this way." And now our whole destiny is hit on pause because there's mixture. So he burns it all to the ground. New covenant would just be wash me, Jesus, please forgive me. <laughs> you know? And then you, you turn from it. Repentance is just turning. If you're going this way from something, is this too heavy for y'all. Okay, good. I hope y'all feel I love, love you. And you know, we're all hugs and kisses because and, uh, he does it with me. And it's just, God loves us. But repentance is you're going one way. And the lord's like how how many of you too the lord has done this things in past seasons were kind of permissible there's just almost a little bit of a more of a grace and then it, that that road gets tighter see that's the goodness of god babies knocking sippy cups off the table that's okay but you get 18 if judah's knocking sippy cups off still like we got problems you know what i'm saying i'm like judah pick up your goldfish you know what i mean it's similar with the lord he's very patient long-suffering good and true and so loving and full of kindness his loving kindness leads to repentance but that's all you're experiencing that narrow path is getting real tight right now leading those to life you know and it's getting tight and it's beautiful i'm like help me lord i'm really i don't know what it is in a a funny way being drawn to these harder passages you know you got to take up your cross and follow me if you even want to learn from me and become a disciple, you've got to take up your cross following. The narrow path must be found and that's where life is. And the whole way is compressed. If you do a word study on that, sometimes we think, oh good, I found the narrow door or gate. It's the straight gate. And once we get in, it's just broad path. No, the whole path is compressed. It never lightens up. So just go ahead and get over it. Let all the baggage, you know, it's not going to ever, it's just going to stay compressed. Super claustrophobic the whole way through. But there's fullness of life, Jesus Christ there. And so, um, you know, he does that. He'll take you through seasons and whatever. So Joshua, he snaps. He's like, no, burn it all to the ground. Mixture, that was supposed to be set apart for the Lord. He just burned it. He's like, you ruined it now. I had that devoted to be in the treasury of the Lord, but you touched it in the wrong way. Burn it all now. He just had this thing about him. No weeds, none of it. He had no time for it. As for me you see him in his end time declaration over the people before he passed away that's where we hear him always say as for me and my house I'll serve the Lord he had this thing about him we're all out Jesus nothing other than and what was unique I believe with the legacy of Joshua like none other it says about him if you read at the end like in chapter 24 something it says that all of Israel all the days Joshua was in leadership they all served the Lord because there was no mixture it even says the elders that outlasted Joshua, as long as they were impacted, those, the elders that were under Joshua, as long as they were still there, everybody served the Lord. He just carried something on him. He had something on him like, no, no, no mixture at all. We ser- And so at the end, that's what he's telling him. He says, listen, I'll tell you right now this day. This is BSV, Brian's standard version. <laughs> he says, I'll tell you this day, it come against you if you turn to any of those foreign gods of your father's because for me in my house That's what he's saying me in my house. We're gonna serve the Lord He's basically confronting them at the end saying listen zero time for mixture in a, a foreign god in this day Is that which has your attention the most? We we often think well, that's Old Testament idols We don't do that but plenty of us here in the West have foreign gods It's just what you give your heart over to the most And on Sunday we quote a big talk and we you know but our hearts are to so many other things and God loves us, it's okay, but may we shift them back unto him, you know? And so I love that soon as Joshua though and the elders under him passed and mixture was let back in, you can tell it was like a roller coaster. Just as, even Gideon, I was there recently and uh, loved Gideon, what a general. He probably did it way better than, than I would have, but still it says, you know, um, I think it was Judges chapter six, he gets commissioned. You start looking towards the end of his, his day, And right at the end, I came across a very mysterious verse that says he, they took over some Kings and he wanted all the necklaces off of the camels, the gold necklaces. And I was like, man, Gideon likes some bling. I was like, that's a strange verse. Like, why did God want that in the Bible? So I kept reading. I just hadn't seen that before. Gideon's like, he takes him out, defeats. And he's, he was all about God though. You'll see it. Even one point they try to make him King. He's like, no, no, God is our, our King. God's our, you know, he wouldn't take it the credit, but I saw something in that verse. He wanted the gold necklaces off the camels Hmm Kept reading and sorry, I'll land it here pretty quick um, Kept reading and sure enough at the end they tried to put him up as king because they so honored what he was doing Just taking out the Midianites setting the people free And he says no, no the Lord God is, is he, the Lord is our God but all the earrings and the jewelry and things that y'all y'all won from this lesson you know spoils give to me and I was like there it is again and if you read closely right at the end it says he took all that jewelry and made an ephod in his name and the Bible says it was a thorn in his and his family's flesh all the days of his life there was mixture there it said they always had peace he, he took out the enemies there was peace but there was mixture it was a thorn all the days of his life. Joshua peace Victory, but everybody served the Lord, and that's why you could see it at the end. He was like, "Listen, you do foreign gods if you want me and my house. Anybody connected to my name, the elders under me. There is no Plan B for us. It's Option A: Jesus Christ, all-out Word, Holy Ghost. Period. No, no mixture. The pure narrow path. Sorry, I feel like this is good aggression getting on me, but he had this thing on him, and it was beautiful, man. And that's Promised Land Walkers." They don't. They don't have time for it. Listen, you get around people that gossip. Cut them off in the name of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Or like Pastor Dominic, pray for them. Win them. You know, win them to the Lord. But just mixture. Just have no time for it. Live set apart. You know, in this hour, I wanted to hammer intimacy more, but I was kind of going there. Um, but from that, of course, deep oil in our lamps. You know, uh, that I'll go off on a whole other thing of intimacy. But there's a detaching, a yielding all by the Lord, not by our works at all but uh, a no mixture that's also running alongside deep intimacy and having so much oil in the Lord in this hour. And that company's just thriving, you know, in such a beautiful way and the Lord's kissing it. So you, you want to stand? Sorry, I kept you a little bit longer than I thought. <clears throat> and we'll maybe, um, yeah, the worship team could come and that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll pray corporately. Is that cool? And then we'll maybe just pray together or something real simple. And I want to encourage you if the Lord spoke something, you know, He does it to all of us because of His loving kindness, His goodness. Uh, let Him begin to pull it out, just recalibrate, reset things. And you'll watch this fresh wind hit stuff. A lot of us just never knew that the Lord's, it's, you know, our destiny's on pause because of mixture, simply put. And a lot of us keep going up to ai and getting defeated and we're like man what's going on ai defeated and the lord's like you can keep going to ai all you want but this will be my way and no other way aiken's got stuff stuff in the camp you know he's got stuff in the tent and, and not even blatant sin just a de- you know detaching and if it's blatant sin that's okay too jesus loves you and and we're good so thank you jesus we love you you're amazing. Be glorified tonight. If you just want to put your hand on your heart and look to Him, we thank you for your presence, your voice. You are everything. Yeah, right now, I, I ask, Lord, you remove mixture from within each and every one of us, even from our thought life, from the things we put before our eyes and things we listen to sometimes just invest too much time into that's interest in other things than you. So we say burn it to the ground. Remove all the mixture out of our life. Just say this with me corporately. Wash me, Lord Jesus. Make me new. In your precious name. Amen. Yeah, and continue to focus on him, and you'll sense a fresh grace. Listen, almost an excitement, too, to kind of get back on that narrow path the tight line of the holy ghost and it will be such a fresh wind really it's simplicity it's so beautiful it's a simple life it's really simple cut all the voices off other than his watch you take off like a kite i just saw that many of you are going to take off and be like what was i waiting on and it, this this extra wind is going to hit the sail and you should just take off No, I bless this house. I bless Pastor Dominic and beautiful wife and, and son. And this, house thank you for the glory they they carry and cherish and house here. Thank you for the humility that's upon his life. I bless him in the name of Jesus. This church, I bless this church in the name of Jesus. I pray for that Thanksgiving window, favor, uh, financial abundance, and breakthrough in the name of Jesus. That apostolic. Planting and building and nurturing, and this fullness that, that you will always walk in, Omit so much more. I bless that in Jesus' name. Now be glorified, Lord Jesus. Just lift your hands to heaven. I'm going to pray before I start laying hands on people. Right now, I speak healing into your bodies from the front to the back. Be healed in your bodies right now in Jesus' name. Power flow. Some of you may begin to feel like hot oil down your back, somebody's shoulder, be healed right now. The presence of the Lord is here to heal you. Some of you have been having migraines. You can just lay hands on part of your body that needs healing and receive right now. The Bible says, while Peter yet spoke, the Holy Spirit fell upon the people. So just receive right now. Be filled with the Holy Spirit afresh.